Welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast, your weekly dose of strategies and mindset tools to build a business in alignment with your purpose and to get you playing a bigger game. I'm your host, Nicole Leno. Hello, and welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Leno, and I'm here with a special guest. Miss Katie Tovar is here with us. She is the founder and CEO of Locomotive. She is a subconscious soul worker and spiritual healer for the woo women out there driven to reclaim their worth in all aspects of their life. Katie, welcome to the show. Hello. <laughs> Good so to be here. So fill in. That's just a little snippet of what you do, who you are. Give them a little bit more. Tell them what did I miss in that little yes. in that little short bio. Yes. So my name is Katie. Um, I am currently residing in Denver, Colorado. Before that, I was living in DC, and before that, I was living in Costa Rica. So the reason that I say this is because when I was in Costa Rica, I. Um, I was actually serving in a Peace Corps and um, in the first couple of months of me being in my site, I got pretty sick Um, for about the first six months, I would say. um, I was feeling rather ill, um, having a lot of digestive issues, and uh, it was due to stress and anxiety that I was projecting onto myself not knowing it consciously. And so that kind of goes to the subconscious work. Um, and eventually after, you know, really tuning in and listening to my body, I started to realize that um, it was gluten that was affecting me. And I'd gone like a whole day after being tested in the capital, um, not eating gluten, came home and had like a cookie or something. And my stomach immediately was triggered. And Um, you know, after that, I started getting really curious about health in general and how to heal our bodies through, you know, more holistic measures rather than, um, Western medicine. And I embarked on my coaching and health journey. Um, and my journey started as a holistic health coach through Institute of Integrative Nutrition. And after that, you know, as just a personal practice of mine. I was practicing a lot of yoga and chose to get my 200-hour yoga certification. Um, And that was after I had finished the Peace Corps. Um, Got my 200-hour yoga certification down in Costa Rica in this beautiful, sacred, feminine space. And I had never experienced that so concentrated and such a purely divine feminine energy um and as you know i continued to learn from other women similar to me with similar interests and passions and curiosities um i really realized you know how incredible this like feminine energy is and how healing it is and just intuitively was you know, drawn more to the spiritual side of healing um, and started hosting sister circles and full moon circles um, in the DC area. My first one was in my family room. I had like 20 or 30 women show up. Um, 
And it's just been a constant learning and practice and adding more knowledge and tools and techniques to my tool belt. And um, eventually went on to become certified as a neurolinguistic programming practitioner. Um, so that's that subconscious work that we talk about and uh, have been even more focused recently on the lunar cycle. Um, and this divine feminine energy and how we can start to uh, use that to our advantage and really embody that that fullest expression of self into our daily lives, into our rituals, um, so that we're our most, yeah, divinely embodied, ascended, authentic versions of self. So that's, that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And we're going to talk about the lunar cycle thing, but I have a question for you first. And this is just kind of to, to set us off here. Do you feel that and you, you talked about that you were in a feminine space when you got your 200 hour yoga certification and it was your first experience being in that kind of, that kind of environment. And in your experience, the women that you work with and just being out in your life, do you find that most women are connected or disconnected from their feminine power? Mm. Um, okay. First, something that I need to mention is the sister wound because that was mm -hmm. just like, oh, I really definitely want to mention that and talk about it. Um, that's something that I really encountered in that, in that first space of like, wow, you know, like there's this opportunity to connect with the other women here to connect with myself and my feminine spirit within and the ego and what I've been taught in society in this very much patriarchal masculine, masculine driven society is, is, you know, competition um, is tearing the other person down to further yourself or whatever it is and not having this really collaborative um, energy. And so that's something that I've, I've really learned to leverage. And, um, you know, as I, as I commit even more to my own practices and become a deeper embodiment of the woman and the spirit and, and the person that I already am, um, I find that that's reflected a lot of times in the people who I make connections with. And yes, um, I do believe um, it, it's available to every single person and every woman out there. And it's already there. A lot of the times it's more so just, just sitting back and allowing yourself mm -hmm. to receive or getting quiet enough to start hearing those whispers that, that are there and starting to get curious about your experience. Um, so I think it's, we're all the same, right? Like we all have that sort of collective um, energy. It's just a matter of like, are you attuned to it yet? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and right. It's how much are we allowing it to come through or how much are we suppressing it or shifting into the masculine energy shifting into, and I think that our world, especially like if you're American listening to a Western world where it, it is very masculine focused with goals and the way that we set goals and the way that we work. Um, something that came up for me with the sister wound, because yes, first of all, like, you know, I always say that, you know, if you want to know what your internal state is, look at the world and the people around you, <laughs> what you are attracting is reflecting what you feel inside. So if you've got a bunch of like, you know, 
infighting kind of things, your friends, you can't trust them, then you have trust issues. But so it's a, it's a great, it's a great mirror for ourselves. One of the things you, you brought it up that it was, you know, that the, the, the patriarchy can, can cause that. And I, and I agree. I also think that women further that sister wound and that, that, um, that relationship, that, competition, the, you know, infighting, I think about it, it bothers me with movies. If you look at like a bro comedy, boys, the boys are just like, I'll die for my friend. The the whole premise of the hangover is that they go on a bachelor party to, to celebrate their friend in such grand, crazy fashion. He goes missing. They risk life and limb to get him back. Bridesmaids, is about how a friend's getting married and she has another friend and her best friend can't take it. And she destroys the girl's like whole leading up to the wedding, destroys her wedding, makes her just this where it's her fighting for her friend's attention. And so we feed into it with our image of what women are, what women are together. And that's not true. If we tune into it, if we tune into something better, if we choose to see women as, and we choose to be the woman who's trustworthy to other women, mm. if we choose to, tr- to trust other women, we will get that back. And that's mm. tuning into me. That's a part of tuning into the divine feminine and, mm. and not hating the feminine in us that mm. we're throwing out and hating the feminine outside of us too. Mm. So I, I I just wanted to bring that up because the whole time you're thinking, I'm like, yes, that's my issue with like movies is that they showcase this. There's this idea that the boys are like family and the women are catty and infighting. I'd be, and I'd be curious in those instances too, to, to do a little bit of research and be like, okay, well, who's the producer? Who's, you know, who's the film writer, right? Like who's the screenwriter in this situation? What perspectives are they taking? What is their experience? And then that's what they are, you know, continuing to create and project as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Kristen Wiig wrote Bridesmaids and okay. I think it's a, it's a funny movie, but it, I, it bothered me the whole time. I was like, why are they depicting women as just like backbiting bitches? <laughs> like you can't be yeah. happy for your friend. Um, but I digress. I want to talk about, because you brought up lunar cycles. And this has been a topic that has come up um, as I dive into more into my feminine energy and uh, my, my friends have been kind of, it's been circling around me, like pay attention to the lunar cycle, pay attention to your connection to it, your cycle, your, how you feel during this, the lunar cycle. So let's talk a little bit about that. What, what, where do you go with that? When, when someone asks you about the lunar cycle? Sure. So one thing that I want to mention before we dive in is also just the the intuitive knowing that, you know, that's where your next journey is or like the things that you're going to be starting to listen to more and like be learning more of like that intuition in and of itself is that divine feminine energy and starting to listen to those more subtle whispers Um and starting to listen to maybe the louder ones too and the pings that you're consistently um, brought to and brought with. Like if something is showing up for you, it's not a coincidence. It is not a coincidence. And so that's why I'm saying like this intuition and really what as you start to tap even more into your divine feminine, 
starting to become attuned to what those subtle, like intuitive pings are and what those spirit, what spirit's telling you. Um, but the lunar cycle. So I'm trying to think my experience with the lunar cycle, I think I started becoming like obsessed with the moon in Costa Rica. It was when I was living in Costa Rica because I was in the middle of nowhere, zero light pollution. I was also really tapping into that feminine energy, being in the jungle, um, the jungle to me and just Mother Earth in general is just such a divine feminine energy. Um, and and I would look up and see, oh my God, the, the full moon's coming or, oh, this is a new moon. Okay. Like, and really just start to, to be more aware of where the cycles were. And um, preceding that, I, again, like I was in this divinely feminine sacred container getting my 200 hour for three straight weeks and zero cell service. So really tapped in um, and tapped in with a lot of really elevated, uh, beautiful souls surrounding me and supporting me and that's when I heard about these moon ceremonies and of course I'd heard them before but like really started to get curious and learn more and so I was craving that energy when I went back to the United States because it's something that I hadn't really surrounded myself by previously and um, was able to start hosting these full moon ceremonies and it was, and I remember asking another woman who I actually had on my podcast as well, Sequoia. She's a very intuitive, she's clairvoyant, and very gifted woman, um, asking her about how she held the space and what is, you know, how to cultivate and host these ceremonies with the moon. And she said, just let your intuition drive you. That's all that it is, right? So it's constantly like tying it back to that intuition, to that flow. Um, and so the full moon is all about releasing. Um, it's the end of a 28-day cycle. Um, it's typically when women are bleeding. Um, and so when you're bleeding with the full moon, it's a time for you to just really tune in um, and, and nurture yourself. Um, time to take things slower. Uh, a practice that I stumbled upon no coincidence there um was starting to fast with the full moon and this was a practice that I started last fall September of 2020 and at that point in time I had heard three-day water fast again it's like the spirit is spirit's like feeding you these pings and like you just gotta start tuning in and listening People had taught, mentioned three-day water fast, three-day water fast. I kept hearing it. And I was like, I could never do that. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I will never be able to. And one day I just started doing it and was like, this feels right. I need this. I need to rest. I need to process things. Um, and on day two slash three, it was the full moon. And day two slash three, I was also facing a lot of resistance and tension more specifically mostly my mind um you know I wanted to to keep myself uh avoid <laughs> distracted from the hunger as much as possible but there is definitely a lot of chatter in the mind at that point too and the reason that I started this fast was to detox and release things that weren't serving and it became a total energetic release 
well and just so happened to fall on the full moon. And at that point, um, I'd been doing ceremonies and moon work for probably about a year and a half. Um, but I had stopped through COVID because just mm -hmm. it, oh. <laughs> trying to yeah. be a, yeah, maintain kind of all you have to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's COVID. Because of COVID. Yeah. And yeah, and I at this point I had moved to Colorado and was kind of getting back into my spiritual practices more than I had been um in the past months. And so um yeah, so it was beautiful because I got something that I was not expecting at all and I sat in ceremony that night and I turned the lights off and I, you know, set up candles and pulled cards and I just really made it a beautiful, intimate ceremony for myself to just truly energetically release and also hit pause. And in those three days leading up to the moon, and, and this goes for a lot of women too, you're bleeding. Um, and it's a beautiful opportunity for you to just say no, because oftentimes like the, the feminine and the wounded feminine energy is people pleasing and saying yes a lot of times to a lot of people and things that might not feel completely aligned um, just because we're people pleasing. And, um, and so that's a beautiful opportunity for people to just say no, for women to just say no and to completely tune in um, to their sort of internal world. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's a full moon um, in a nutshell. And then right. there are all the different phases. Yeah. The two big ones kind of, at least for me, and I've only dipped my toe in the water is like the, the new moon and the full moon that the new moon is kind of intention setting it's new beginnings. It's that, you know, feeling of the things to come and, and being mindful of it. And I, and, and then the full moon is the releasing the, mm. you know, but you're also super magnetic during a full moon. There's, there's energy to it. There there's, mm when you start paying attention to this stuff and you, you, for me, it reminds me to tune into myself. If I get so busy with all the things, if I get so busy with the schedule and the family and the, and the work and everything, you know, when I, when I hear around like, you know, Oh, it's a harvest moon. I'm like, Oh, full moon. Well, first of all, that might be why I'm feeling X, but then I also like, what do I want to let go of? It reminds me, it, it, it reminds me. And then like, you know, when, when, when we bleed, when it's the time for our cycle, you know, women used to go off and like have their own time during that time, like in villages, it was like, she goes up to like the tent or whatever it was. They had like an area where they went and all the women went up there and they did their thing and they had their time. And it was really for them to be alone. Like, and you could think about it, that they were cast away, but it's a time to reflect. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that we forget to do that. So the moon mm -hmm. can be a really wonderful way of reminding us to set intentions, to have intentions, mm -hmm. to release things, to give ourselves time to love on ourselves. And that, if you're doing that kind of tunes you into that divine feminine, it tunes mm -hmm. you into yourself when you're being kind to yourself, that's the, the mother and you mothering you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so 
too, I was having this conversation with another woman, a, a young woman friend of mine who's also doing sort of coaching. And, and so her and I were talking about the moon and we were on the boat, we were on a boat with her parents and um, she was like, I'm really happy because we were talking. I was like, oh yeah, like I do, you know, ceremony and I have this podcast and we talk about like witchy things and he's like witchy things what 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 do you mean witchy things like that piqued her dad's curiosity and I was like oh you know like the moon work like sitting and doing ceremonies and like and so they were curious they're like what do you mean like ceremonies like what does that mean and um and I went on to explain like well it's truly just a time to slow down and hit pause and set some intentions and do some reflection because otherwise you're just going like day in and day out every day for 28 days and on and on and on and you never hit pause like you don't give yourself oftentimes that especially as women like we're con- we're like the homemakers and the this and the that and like all of the labels and we're constantly serving and giving to other people and and so that's why I love it too. That's why I'm like so steadfast in the practice. And even if I'm not necessarily sitting down and like really, you know, journaling or whatever it is, just cultivating that awareness. And as you said too, mm. like, oh, there's a full moon. Like, oh, okay, maybe that's why I'm feeling a little, you know, funky or whatever it is. Especially like the moon is all about like your emotional body. It's very much like a very like watery flowy mm. energy too and so it really brings up that that emotion it's in those times especially the full lunation it's like whoo okay like all of that emotional water body is like brought to the surface as well and so yeah it's just a really great time to anchor down and like you know that you can come back to it like and that's the beautiful thing it's like it's here for you it's an opportunity for you to to ground and like I'm an earth I'm a double earth sign I'm a Taurus sun and Capricorn moon and grounding is really important for me Mm -hmm. and so these practices of grounding of committing these rituals they're just so nurturing for for the the higher self in us yeah. And I'm, I'm glad that you brought up, you know, being curious because I know that there's someone listening to this podcast right now, maybe it's you at home now or in your car and you're thinking like, oh, this is too out there for me, or I have practical things to do. And I, I, and I understand that because I've been there before, but what, what I hope you take away from this episode is something that I say to everybody all the time, which is exchange criticism for curiosity. Mm-hmm. If this is having an effect on you at all, either you're falling in love with it or you're like, mm, and you're starting to judge any of these things that we're talking about, or you're a little triggered by some of it. That is your clue to go deeper, to get curious about it, to step into it and dip your toe in the water. Mm-hmm. Give Katie a call. Check out our podcast. Listen to something that that feels in the flow with this because everything, anything that has any sort of effect, high or low, is calling to you in some way. And this opens us up, this work and, and diving into this side of things, the energetic side of things, was the answer to every question and challenge that I had because I was so focused on productivity and being 
successful and there was a way to do it. And it was a very masculine paradigm that I was playing in. And when I hit a wall and couldn't create more magic there, and I didn't know why, I opened myself up to this work more and the world like blew open. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for sharing all of this mm-hmm. with, with our listeners. I, I'm I'm excited for everybody to, to listen to this episode and to just let it sink in. And, and I mm-hmm. hope that they continue to follow you and your work. So tell them where they can stay in touch with you. How can they, how can they get more info about you? So my, my brand is Loca Motive. That's L-O-K-A-H-M-O-T-I-V-E. Um, and just a little bit of a background that brand and the mantra Loka Samasta Sukino Bhavantur. It's very uh, well known mantra that we say in yoga and then shala. And it means that uh, may my own thoughts, words, and actions contribute in some way to the happiness and freedom for all. And that's my Loka motive. And um, you can find that online, just locomotive.com. We are on Instagram at locomotive. The podcast is La Locomotive. So just that Latina influence and that feminine influence, the laws for the, the, the feminine um, influence of the podcast. And yeah, we've got, we've got a retreat coming up actually. So February of next year, it's a women's retreat in uh, Costa Rica with my business partner. So excited for that. It's like unleash your inner Shakti. That's like our trademark. So unleash that inner goddess, that, that divine feminine energy within. Um, and what else? Yeah, those are, those are places to find me. Definitely follow along because I've got a lot of, a lot of extra feminine stuff coming out. My partner and I are developing a course. Um, and I do, ceremonies monthly as well. I have a membership becoming her. So lots of, lots of opportunities to connect. Beautiful. And I'm going to check out that retreat and thank you so much for being here and you listener, I'm going to talk to you again, and I'm going to say thank you for making it all the way to the end of this episode with us. Definitely follow Katie, definitely stay in touch with her because she's got magic to share with you. Um, And if you made it all the way to the end, thank you. Just remember this. You are only limited by the limitations that you accept. And when you stop accepting those limitations, that is when you become limitless. So I will see you on the next episode. Have a beautiful day. If you enjoyed this episode and you want more of this type of content and conversation in your life, please come check out our free Facebook community, Unlock Your Inner CEO, where you'll find next level entrepreneurs just like you. Go to innerceogroup.com to join. I'll see you there.